G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Australia Decides preview series. Yes, we'll be going through each of the songs from all the contestants, looking to get the ticket for Australia in 2019. Indeed, and we are going to be starting off, and we're going in alphabetical order from first names, mm. to be nice and fair to everybody, and we're starting off with Alfie Akuri. Yes, we are. I've got some info about Alfie, if you don't know who he is. Look, he was, he's been, he found fame from The Voice in 2016. He was part of Delta's team. And he went on to win the series. Uh, unfortunately for Alfie, his single that came out of the contest didn't fare that well. It was in the 80s of the singles. Although his album did get up to number five. So it wasn't all bad. But since then, he hasn't really kicked on in his career. He did have one single that reached the, the 90s. But other than that, um, yeah, it hasn't really kicked on for him, even though he's obviously got a very good voice. Hmm. Wouldn't be the first person from The Voice Australia who suffered that fate. Yeah, not many do kick on, um, even though they're obviously very talented artists. So let's have a listen to his song for Australia Decides. This is Alfie Arcuri with To Myself. Why did I do this to myself? Okay, Michael, uh, we know the song. Let's talk about some of the things that we actually like about it. What do, what do you like about this song? Um, first of all, I've got to say this has got some universal appeal in the message. This is something that people are going to connect with. Um, I also really like the uh, production of this song. This is modern. This is very easy to listen to. And uh, this is very authentic to Alfie, I think, as well. Mm. When you hear that sort, uh, those lyrics, it does sound very authentic to him. Having said that, we know his background. Yep. As Australian audience, whether that translates to European, maybe not. But there's a couple of things, but else, what do you think? Though? What do you think? Yeah, well, it's interesting you wrote authentic. I, I wrote authentic as well. Um, he sort of described this as a letter to a former self. Um, it does have that autobiographical feeling to it. And I think even if you don't know the artist, I think you, you sometimes feel that there's a connection with the song. And I think you can automatically feel that with him and this song itself. His, I love his, his voice. I really like his tone of voice. Uh, it, that really grabs me. He's, he's going to connect with voters. He's, um, he's very likable. Like, it's very hard not to like him. Um, he's, he won the voice for that reason. You know, he's a good-looking guy. He's going to get that attention on screen. And I think the song itself, it's got some sort of dramatic places to actually go. It doesn't just sort of flatline as this big man ballad. And it almost gets quite chanty and uh, mm. choral at times as well that uh, yeah uh, yeah yeah but that's almost like quite a chanty bit that in there and it builds up to it i think there's some um you know somewhere to move with the song i've also written here very likable and also the show being on the voice will give him some recognition so i think there's some tally vote appeal there for him um he is a likable chap as far as the song goes also i think there's really good staging potential here mm. to make it very atmospheric like i expect the melfest spin happening with the lights on oh, the lights Find. Yeah, exactly. okay. Yep. I stay tuned for that one, I reckon. <laughs> and this is also a very jury friendly song if we're going into a competition. I think juries will like this song. It's very easy to listen to, it's very well written. So I think there's safe with a jury option. Okay, interesting. Well, talking about safe, shall we move on to things that um, are slightly concerning or we can see issues potentially there with the song? 
yeah, potential cons I've got this one. It's not a real original genre, is it, man? <laughs> no. Man ballad. No. I mean, we've heard this one many, many times. And when you need, when you are doing this, you need to stand out and mm. you need to be very, very good. Um, this needs to captivate, whether it be through the staging or whether he brings some vocal high points during the live performance. Because it is, it's well done, but it's just a little bit in the mid-range. There's mm. no real wow moments in this. Um, another concern I have for this is in the lineup, and we only have a lineup of 10 songs. Uh, we don't know a running order, but if you get to a larger lineup, if he was to qualify, could fade a little bit. This isn't one you're going to stand out and remember, perhaps. So, yeah, there are a few things. A few things there. And also think in the, in, when we're talking about the Australia Decides context, this is too safe for what I think we're going for. Mm. Uh, and this would pretty much represent a continuation of what we've done in the past. And perhaps that's something we're trying to get away from. Yeah, true. Um, I think you've raised quite a few things there that I've got written down here. I think when we talk about that sort of um, slow ballot and not really grabbing something there... Beast per minute to me is is in that dead zone. It's around a hundred odd or something. And you've when you've got a song like that, you've really either got to do this some um, amazing vocal or have the song speak for itself, or do amazing staging. And I think he's going to have to to he can do two out of three. The song can't really speak for itself, so he's going to struggle and he can't miss those. So it leaves a lot of potential issues there. Um, and without that staging build, I think it flatlines uh, slow. Uh, unfortunately. And I think in the mix of 10 songs, it starts to become a little forgettable. That's the other thing as well. With When you're safe and you're in the middle, you can become unfortunately forgettable, which we've seen a little bit with Australian televotes at the past. And I've written here, yeah, struggle at Eurovision for sure. Hmm. Which is a shame. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. I really enjoy the song overall. Oh, definitely. But for we sure. are, we're in a competition mode now, and we have to look at it in a competition sense. Indeed. And look, this is our opinion, as always. This is why we do the podcast. But we also <laughs> threw it out to some of um, other Eurovision fans, Australian Eurovision fans, who will be um, voting in on the night and want to get their opinion. Um, now, we're going to listen to Emma and her opinion on Alfie's song. I call this song Pleasant. I was a bit bored when I first started listening to it, but I do like where it went. I think it has great vocals, and I, you can tell that they really mean something to him. You can hear the meaning behind them. I think this will score well across the board with both juries and the public. It's a song that reminds me very much of the German and Lithuanian entries last year, where the studio cuts were a bit boring, but the staging really lifted them up to another level. And I think this is, song is in a similar vein. And if it was staged correctly and represented Australia, it could well finish on the left-hand side of the school board. Well, I've got to say, she makes a really good point here. And I, it's something I may have been sleeping on, the emotional aspect of it. Mm. There is. And if he can really touch that an emotional chord, which a couple of entries did last year, you can do really, really well. So it will be about that performance. And if he can touch you and make it, you know, really get in there. Oh, look out. <laughs> Getting touched by Alfie here. Um, but you're right. I think we have slept sometimes on these emotional songs, um, particularly you with your cold, dead heart. Exactly. Um, but uh, look, I think uh, the German, Lithuania, that, that is a good point. I do still think Emma might be slightly optimistic if he went to make the left-hand side of the scoreboard. You know, potentially, yes, to get through the final with a great song. But the key thing with Germany and Lithuania there, they just elevated that staging and that song and I guess that's what we're getting to with some of the things we said but yeah some interesting points very much so very very much so 
Okay, let's wrap and rank here, Michael. Famous wrap can... and rank segment. Let's start with you. <laughs> I've got here, overall, a really good song and a really solid man ballad here. Um, well produced. I can, I can imagine it's going to be well staged and well sung. I think he's going to do a really good job of that. As I mentioned earlier, a little too safe, I think, specifically for what we're looking for this year. Uh, and when I say that, we, if we send something bold and flop, we may be running back to these songs in, the, in, mm. in, in a couple of years' time. So maybe it's just a timing issue. But I really enjoy this song, and I ranked it fourth out of the ten. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, really like it. Okay, nice. Um, look, yeah, for me, I agree with a lot of stuff there. I just This just screams middle all round to me. Middle as in safe, probably about middle of the score, but I can see this kind of getting similar jury and televote love, where it's going to maybe be about fourth or fifth and finish around fifth area. I just see it just being inoffensive, but still getting people to react to it. Um, potentially if they stage a hell of it, you could go a little bit further up there, but I, I'm probably just seeing a middle safe zone for me. Um, however, saying that, I agree with you. I really like this song. It's got a structure I really like about it. I can see the staging performance, and he's just a likable bloke, and I've actually ranked this fourth place. Oh my gosh. I thought I, you were, I was ranking it high. Yeah, well, there you go. But the last time we did this, we ranked, was it Fuego? We both ranked it fourth. Yeah. And it well, ended up being a banger. So well, there we go. Yeah, could, yeah, Alfie could be end up being doing a banger. Pick up skin suit as a... Uh, <laughs> Um, a lady did. Now, also on top of this, we have gone out to hundreds of Australian Eurovision fans and asked them to vote for the songs. They had three votes each. They could put that all on one song. We wanted to kind of replicate the televote. We just didn't want it first to tenth. And this song from the poll came in yeah. sixth place. Okay. That's yep. Pretty middle of the road type stuff. Yeah. So 3.9% of the vote. Oh, okay. Of the total vote. Of the total vote. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so sixth place, it's probably, you know, we were a little bit higher than that, but no major surprise there with the result. Yeah, fair enough. And just a bit of a side point, I believe he wasn't originally going to sing the song. He submitted the song, apparently there was going to be a female uh, vocalist oh, on wow. this, and then that fell through and he got the call to come and do it. So I'm trying to imagine this song sung by a lady, but I, can't. I really can't. I, no, I just I just think it's got him written all over it, so I'm glad he's actually doing it. And the great thing is, is getting him back out in front of Australian audiences again, and whatever happens, he it's just getting his profile out there, and I think that's a great thing. I think he's going to be a great great addition to this whole national final indeed okay well thanks very much for joining us yeah um, we've got another nine episodes make sure you keep listening thanks very much thanks guys see ya